Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another set of Mediascope Briefs. As you already know, I'm Tachi. I talk media tech and pop culture news, and I want to talk a little bit about Whole Foods right now. Prices are creeping back up. If you've noticed that now Whole Foods is back to whole check, that's why. So initially they got cheaper after they were bought out by Amazon, but now hundreds of items are seeing higher prices. So yeah, they may never shed their whole paycheck nickname after all, or whole check. So prices fell significantly, as I mentioned, once they were acquired in 2007, but now the same prices are creeping back up. According to an internal company email obtained by Eater, Whole Foods has raised prices on more than 500 items since December, ranging from Haagen-Dazs ice cream to olives. These price hikes are being attributed to higher costs being charged by suppliers due to inflation, as well as expiration of contracts for the grocery store to sell hundreds of goods at low prices. According to the Wall Street Journal, those contracts won't be renewed and the increases adds up to hundreds of thousands of dollars a week in additional revenue. So the average price increase is 66 cents, but go all the way up to several dollars for certain varieties of the ever popular Dr. Bronner's soap. So a rep for Whole Foods provided a statement regarding the price increase. And they said, like all grocers, Whole Foods market has experienced increased costs from suppliers due to materials, labor, and transportation. And we've absorbed much of the inflation. Many prices have also decreased. And they go on to say that. We didn't ask about the decrease Whole Foods. We're talking about the increase. So the company recently announced that it was pulling back on its cheaper 365 stores, claiming prices at the regular Whole Foods are more affordable now anyway. Mm-hmm. Whole Foods introduced exclusive discounts for Amazon Prime members in mid-2018, offering them an extra 10% off all sale items, as well as rotating weekly discounts on a, an array of products. But the discounts seem to be fewer and further between for non-prime subscribers. So problematic because you have to pay in order to be an Amazon Prime member. So you're paying for Amazon Prime and then, you know, you're paying to get your food, which you would do anyway. But unless you're, you know, you're already a Prime member and that was something you were going to do, then I guess it's worth it. But for 10% off of $5,000 grocery bill, Anyway, (laughs) well, 4,500. Anyway, um, while Amazon's acquisition of Whole Foods initially had rival grocers shaking in their boots, clearly even this retail giant isn't impervious to higher supply costs. But it's not just big business that's been affected. Whole Foods relationships with small food companies have also been strained since the Amazon acquisition. Eventually though, shoppers choices will probably come down to two options, either grow your own or give Jeff Bezos your grocery money, or just go to Trader Joe's, damn it. That's where I shop and I'm just fine with my little two and $3 choices. <laughs> anyway, let me know what you think. Did you really notice a significant difference uh, if you are a Whole Foods shopper when they were taken over by Amazon? Now, granted, I did see produce was significantly lower, but the prepared and boxed foods, there was no change from their $17 million price tag, in my eyes anyway. Let me know what you feel. Let me know if um, you're going to now search alternative grocers because of this, or even and if you're considering, as they suggested, growing your own food, let me know. I'm interested. Cheers.
And welcome back. Let's talk a little bit more about tech now. LinkedIn, which seems to be the forgotten stepchild of social platforms, is actually debuting LinkedIn Live, which is a new live video broadcast service. Better late than never, I guess. So LinkedIn has close to 600 million users globally. And they say, of course, that video is the fastest growing format on its platform alongside written original work, shared news and content. So now they're taking it a step further with live video. So they're giving people and organizations the ability to broadcast real-time video to select groups or to LinkedIn at large. So it's launching in beta first in the U.S., and it's going to be invite only, of course. <laughs> so the coming weeks, LinkedIn will also post a contact form for others who want to get in on the action. It's not clear when and if LinkedIn will make it possible for everyone to create LinkedIn live videos. But if you consider how it developed its publishing features for written work, that will come later too. So initial live content that LinkedIn hopes to broadcast lines up with the kinds of subject matter you already see in LinkedIn's newsfeed. Um, the plan is to cover conferences, product announcements, Q&As, and other events led by influencers and mentors, hence not you and I. <laughs> Office hours from big tech companies, earnings calls, graduation and award ceremonies, and more. And to underscore how LinkedIn is keen to develop this, especially in the first phase, not as rough and ready user-generated content, but as streams of the kinds of videos that fit within its wider ethos, um, it's selected several thirst, thirst, third-party developers of live broadcasting streaming services that creators will work with to create and post more polished live video on LinkedIn, according to TechCrunch. So who are these? Wirecast, Switcher Studio, Wowza Media System, Social Live, and Brand Live, with more coming in the follow following weeks. So this means, A, there's going to be an API that's open for you to use these rather than just going live from a desktop or live from a mobile device. You're going to be able to... Um, use an encoder to do high quality video with lower thirds, etc. because they're looking for that type of video. This is what this tells me. And there is another technical partner partner for LinkedIn's live video effort, Microsoft, of course, um, because Microsoft earns LinkedIn, whose Azure media services, part of its cloud division is providing encoding. So although Microsoft acquired LinkedIn in 2016, it's kept a distance in terms of knitting together product development between the two. So this is a notable exception. Skype incidentally is not part of this video effort. I am not surprised because Skype's video is mm, mediocre at best. In any case, let me stop adding my two cents to this. So again, I mentioned better late than never, right? So compared to competitors in the social space, um, in this social space anyway, LinkedIn has been a very late bloomer when it comes to video. They just, you know, added the ability to, what was it, nearly two years ago, they added the, the ability to upload native video. Um, you had up to 10 minutes to do it. And I did it, but it was such a pain that I just ended up uploading from YouTube or sharing the YouTube link there, which worked because it opened full screen. But in the 17 months since launching its video features, LinkedIn has seen a big boost in traffic and revenues from video on its platform. Now, non-live, of course. So this 
this of course leads to their conclusion that it's the fastest growing format on their platform. So what about monetization? So far, the only monetization that LinkedIn has introduced around video is for video advertising. So Microsoft does not break out how much LinkedIn brings that in, in uh, advertising revenues, much less video advertising. But Microsoft reported in its last quarterly earnings that revenues at LinkedIn were up 29% with a reference to it growing its ads business specifically. All right. Well, let me know what you think about this whole push into or further push, I should say, into video by LinkedIn. Now they're going to allow certain folks to have the ability to go live. If you have this ability to go live, say I dubbed you LinkedIn person of the year and gave you the ability to go live, would you feel compelled to do live streaming from LinkedIn? Is that in line with what your brand is and what you do? Do you think they need not bother with live? I'm interested to know. Let me know. Cheers. Okay, welcome back. Let's talk a little bit about Amazon. Speaking of Whole Foods that we talked about before, owned by Amazon, Amazon has another thing that they're doing. They're bringing their delivery lockers to Coachella. Yes, so the Amazon delivery lockers are coming to a new location, Coachella. So the retailer says it's going to make its storage lockers available to festival goers, allowing them to order both in advance and same day to have items like sunscreen, hats, phone chargers, and more delivered to an on-site locker at the event at no extra charge during the festival weekends of April 12th through the 14th and April 19th through the 21st. So ahead of the event, Amazon will also launch a dedicated Coachella storefront on its retail site, according to TechCrunch, where customers can shop festival needs in advance across categories like fashion and accessories, beauty, health and wellness, tech and camping gear. To use the new festival locker system, customers will be able to select as the shipping address one of the Amazon lockers at Coachella during the checkout process. When the package arrives for pickup, the customers will be sent an email with a barcode that they'll use to pick up the package. Amazon says that the lockers will have a dedicated place at the festival and will be staffed by a team by a team or by team members in case any issues arise. An Amazon spokesperson confirmed that all shipping options will be available to the Coachella lockers that are currently available to all lockers, not at the festival. Interesting. So what what do you say? Would you go, first of all, are you going to Coachella? (laughs) If you don't know what Coachella is, it's a 17-year-old music festival that, is it 17? Yeah, I think it's going to be 18 this year. Uh, music festival that headlines uh, large acts. It used to be more so indie acts, and now we've started to see some of the big mainstream. You probably heard all the rage about Beyonce's Coachella performance last year. So those are the level of people that they bring in, including on other smaller stages, they still have the indie scene going on. And so now they're getting more commercial, and Amazon is on their way there. So let me know, are you planning to go to Coachella? If not, would you choose, would you trust ordering something to, from Amazon and having it delivered there without any, um, without any hassle? Do you think it's a cool idea? I personally think it really shows where we are in terms of technology and logistics in this country right now. 
Okay, let me know and I will be back. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed the stories today. Maybe you'd like to contact me off of the audio platforms. You can reach me at Tachiada at T-A-C-H-I-A-D-A on Twitter. Yeah, just tweet at me. I'd love to hear from you. Also, every Wednesday, I do this fully, like full out. So at 5 p.m. or 5-ish Eastern time, I get on Instagram Live and we tease the stories that we're going to talk about later. Then at 6 p.m. Eastern time, I'm on Periscope and Facebook Live simultaneously. And guess what we do? We have a live media party. So amazing. So much fun. Although tomorrow we're going to do it in two parts. My producer, MC Curtis, is not around. He's out of town. And so what's going to happen? We're going to do half an hour on uh, Periscope first and then another half hour on Facebook Live. So instead of having the full hour, we'll have them in two half hour slots on the two different platforms and then back to our normal way next week. All right. So I hope to see you there once again on five-ish on Instagram Live. I am Dr. D-R underscore Tachi, T-A-C-H-I on Instagram. Then you can find me on Periscope at 5 p. Sorry, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time at Tachiata T A C H I. Same thing with Twitter because it'll go to Twitter. And then at 6:30 p.m., you can find me on Facebook Live, and that's the Mediascope page at. Mediascope 16. Now, one other thing, we are also live usually on WJMSRadio.com. Tomorrow we will not be. Tomorrow there'll be an encore presentation of a special Mediascope show. So you've got a lot to listen to tomorrow. I hope to see and or have you hear us tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs>